1: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Bulldog Hour. I am one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and here with me this evening to recap the first game of the 2023 Wilson Football season is my co-host, Justin Raffoff.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's great to be here. It was fun being back in that Friday night experience. Um you know, I I had uh, missed out on the scrimmage, so it was kind of my first uh, dive into in person, Wilson football this this year, and uh, it hey never gets old.
1: No, it doesn't get old. It's always fun to be back under the Friday night lights or the bug infested turf uh, at Upper Dublin High School. Well, that's that's like
0: I was gonna mention that. I was like it was going to be fun to be out there but then like the bugs were flying everywhere.
1: <laughs> well, it was really it was re- much warmer than I expected it to be. I, yeah. Mostly because I, I guess I work inside for 9 well, hours, 10 hours a day and then and I go outside and I'm just like oh it's awful it, out here.
0: It wasn't real warm the last few days. You know, like leading up to that it had not been overly warm. So yeah.
1: But. Well, we are here to discuss Wilson's first game, preview the second game as well. Unfortunately, Justin, it did not go Wilson's way. Honestly, sitting here, basically almost a year to the day after the last time this happened, feels very much like déjà vu.
0: Yeah, um, you know a lot of similar lines, like storylines to to last year's team. Um, you know some unfortunate like turns early. Um, you know, hang in there, fight, 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 and then gets away from you. You know, like that could describe both last year and this year, you know, so that's kinda how it goes. Um, you know, and, and we'll dissect it more as we go through the show. But uh, you know, in, in certainly in general terms it it felt a little bit like deja vu, but with bugs and a long drive and also hot. So
1: And we Yay. will completely <laughs> dissect the loss to Roman Catholic But before we do that, we want to thank our Season 9 sponsors of the Bulldog Hour, Bill Mays and Mays Sandwich Shop, for being here since day one. And new this year, and a welcome addition to sponsorship at the Bulldog Hour, White Star Tours. Appreciate the support from both of those businesses, local businesses, uh, as well as a few other people we want to mention who have stepped up as well helping us out here in addition to May Sandwich Shop and White Star Tours, also Mike Drago and MikeDragoSports.com back again for your number three with us, the Hop family and five anonymous anonymous donors. Really appreciate everyone's uh, support of the show and all the kind words and uh, reaching out to us, talking to us at the game, talking about how much they like the show. Uh, it really is appreciated, and uh, we we love to hear from you.
0: Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's always it's always great to hear. Um, yeah, it's uh yeah, you know, I saw you're back on making your picks on uh, That's right. the, the Fearless, Fearless Friday, Friday
1: forecast. I yeah. actually did pretty well. I am the defending champ. You know, yeah. to, I saw, I saw a, of,
0: uh, a party sub is on the line, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, I, I won last year, and I started off pretty strong this year. I think we picked 13 games, and I think I won 11-2, and two, but I did get Ooh. my double down correct. I went with Fleetwood.
0: Who did Fleetwood play?
1: I don't remember, <laughs> but I I know I picked them. It
0: tells me enough. To, <laughs> that tells I me. I did enough. really well. I lost
1: on Wilson Roman Catholic. I I went with the Bulldogs, and the other one I lost was Muhlenberg Octorera. Oh yeah. yeah. Octavera up, upset Muhlenberg in overtime.
0: Okay. So I didn't know it was were, overtime, but I those knew that were
1: was my going. two losses, I believe. So I think I was eleven and two game by game, but I'm gonna get an extra point because I my double down one. It was right. a fairly easy, straightforward week for, for uh, the pickers. I don't think anyone was lower than maybe nine and four. But, uh, so you're starting off strong. i was starting off pretty good. Uh, I, I definitely think I did worse last year. The first two or three weeks were rough last year, but I got into a groove and figured things out. Uh, hopefully the Bulldogs can do the same thing, figure it out quickly. Uh, but uh, to finish up here on our housekeeping ways to help us besides those sponsorships and advertising and kind donations and the website uh, you can do Justin's favorite
0: yeah like and share uh, you, you see you see something you like you can tell others about it um, you know we like the feedback when we get it in person like like you mentioned but uh, telling others about it and spreading the word just helps the show our next live show will be next Sunday
1: September 3rd. At So back to our normal day, standard time, to discuss the game against Central Dolphin and preview Game 3 against Martin Luther King. Against that'll it be next Sunday, Labor Day Sunday, September 3rd. So we're into that football schedule. I don't have uh, you know the, the early preseason stuff or the playoff stuff on here, Justin, so we can't I was remark say, about I was how say, things are.
0: Right. We would probably be close to the end of that first column You're already. Right. And that... Yeah,
1: because you got... Uh, youth Camp and Heat Week and right. the w- first week of two-a-days, then the scrimmage, then our first game, all that stuff. You can check all those right. off.
0: We, we've got a while to make it through the first column, although I feel like it's going to be more drastic once we make it to the second column.
1: Yes, yes, definitely, as we, we'll say goodbye to the first five games and look ahead to the next five. But that is a while away. We're going to focus on August 25th, the action from yesterday, and then also look at the action coming up this Friday, September 1st. It'll be the home opener at Gursky Stadium, taking
0: on... I think Youth Night.
1: It is Youth Night, taking on Central Dolphin. Wilson got the best of them last year, and we'll go into that. We'll get in-depth about the Central Dolphin Rams in the second half of the show. But the first half of the show is dedicated to Wilson's game against Roman Catholic. And you heard us mention... It didn't go the Bulldogs' way, unfortunately. Wilson did lose their season opener uh, for the second straight year. Now couldn't get the victory against Roman Catholic, a five A school from the Philadelphia Catholic League. You know, last year Wilson kept it close towards the end of the third quarter. I believe it was twenty to fifteen with like three minutes it's to play eight. last yeah. year. Uh, this year it was twenty to fourteen with. Like I don't five exactly. Minutes left. Yeah, I want to say five, like five. with three minutes.
0: A, with three and a half, we were back down thirteen. Yeah, it was twenty. it was a two score, two score game. Right. With three and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Um, but it it didn't progress uh, kindly for the Bulldogs from from there. Right. Um, but that's just kind of that's kind of uh you know I don't want to say the danger, but like that's kind of what you get as you're going up against um as you're going up against teams like Roman Catholic, you know, there's just so many weapons on that team. Um, you know, and, and you look at it and, and honestly, that's kind of what it felt like, you know, over, over the years we've, we've been doing this a long time. We've been watching high school football even longer, you know, right. Um the, you know, so you, you certainly see games where it's like, Oh, you can't stop this guy, this one guy, or even maybe a tandem. And like, that's, what a team will just use to just wear you down the whole game, either through the air or through the run or whatever, you know, we, you're around long enough. You're going to see that, but it didn't even feel like that. I mean, I, maybe when we dissect the stats, it'll, it'll appear differently, but like it felt like a team effort you know, on Roman Catholics part, you know, um, especially spread out over the course of the game, you know, maybe not early on, but like throughout the course of the game, they just had, more and more guys step up and make some plays and um you know some big plays at some crucial times and it it got out of hand late but you know again w-
1: deja vu right well Very Wilson, Wilson did battle year. and
0: I I did talk to you about that you know before we were even before we even made it back to the car last night like you know I I did feel like they kept they kept battling which you know I I know the the end goal is to do more than just battle. But when things aren't going well, if that's what, if that's the, the goal in front of us, that's what we need to do. And in and toward and in the fourth quarter last night, it, it wasn't as much, hey, let's come back and win this game as much as let's keep fighting, let's keep getting better. You know, it's week one, you know, and, you know, it, it's tough, but, you know, just like, if we won that game, it would be just one win. Even though it would be a huge win, you lose that game; it's just one loss. You can't let that dictate anything the rest of the way, right? right? You, you gotta, you gotta learn from it. Uh, you can see there's lots of areas where we need to improve, obviously, and, and you know it'll give us plenty to work on. But at the same time, um, you, you have the opportunity to really, um, to really kind of get things going, and and hopefully. Uh, get back on the right side of the, the record column uh, this week.
1: Yeah, I think the the unfortunate thing is e- e- we had talked about it that this was going to be a tone setter because you win this game and you realize that there's, there's a good chance this team can play for a long time. This, do- right. of course, doesn't mean that they can't because Roman Catholic, I think, is going to be better than people expected to.
0: Yeah, I, I heard some people talking last night that they – They had the bigger star power last year, like at the top end. Right. They felt this was a deeper Roman Catholic in terms of where they got contributions from. They felt like it was a deeper team we saw yesterday.
1: I, I would agree with that assessment. Last year, they were flashy with Butler at offensive tackle, Denmark at wide receiver, uh, Hall and Robertson at running back.
0: Lions on. They
1: had Jameel Lyons at defensive end. Those are big name, you know, Power Five recruits either and, last
0: year or this year. Right. And juniors and seniors. Right. You know, like, so now, they've moved on. They had A people lot of them. Moved
1: like, on. Jaja Boyd was came back. He was still there. So obviously, Samaj Beals, the quarterback, uh, he threw for five touchdowns last yeah, and night. And he's
0: going to be back another, uh, another two, two years. Two now, years, who yeah. knows if that matters to Wilson at all? But yeah, I don't but know like, that it will. I would think but, not. That's going to matter a lot for Roman Catholic over the next couple of years. You're going to hear that name a bunch. If you follow Pennsylvania high school football, you're going to hear that name a bunch over the next two
1: years. He already has scholarship offers from Penn State and Alabama. And and he's going to be able to pick wherever he wants to go. I can't imagine there won't be a school that doesn't offer him or want to offer him. If he wants an offer, he will get it.
0: Hey, Dion Barnes, do your thing, man. (laughs)
1: Let's go. Let's go. So – Things started off a little rocky uh, at Upper Dublin, uh, home of the Cardinals. It, it, the game Wilson received. Well, first of all, how, let's talk about this. How weird was it that they were ushering us onto the field and they are already playing the national anthem before Roman the, Catholic? Roman
0: Catholic wasn't even in the it stadium. It wasn't even
1: in the stadium. Right. Wilson barely got there. We weren't allowed to run through the banner, obviously out of respect. They didn't want to be doing the you know right. the, the pump up thing while they're trying to play the national anthem. But it was just really weird. It felt they felt really were disjointed. They, yeah, yeah, they. I understand this is a team hosting that's not at their stadium, but it's not hard to have a feel for the game and right. understand. It's not
0: like they never host games. Yeah, like so they, I'm not sure play. what
1: was going on with that. It was awfully awkward. So they finish the national anthem. Roman Catholic enters the field. The captains are called out. So the four Wilson captains don't even get to run through the banner and do the you right. know the the band playing them on. It was it was very which is odd. also
0: funny because they've already done the coin toss. You know, right. like the yeah. coin toss is already done. It's like, already that's all, that's all just for show.
1: Correct. I, so it was just very weird. Very weird. Just felt super disjointed. I it may, I don't know. Maybe it should have been an omen that things were not going to go the way we had hoped or thought they would. Right. Wilson gets the kickoff, isn't able to do much, has to punt. They return, Roman Catholic returns the punt deep, I think, inside the 30, maybe even inside the 20. It was really deep. They got pretty close uh, to the red zone just off the punt return alone. Now, the, uh, another thing here, not to pile on Upper Dublin or Roman Catholic's non-field game management, right, all the right, stuff going on off the right, field. Right. They weren't using the scoreboard completely. I didn't even recognize they that. They didn't have down and distance.
0: Yeah, I and didn't so even realize that confusing. until I saw Paul mention it.
1: It was tough on the sideline that has the sticks. I had no idea what down it was so often right, because right. I, you know, I'm trying to take pictures and update all the social media. You know, I'll miss a play here and there, and all of a sudden I'm like, I have no idea. You know what?
0: That, that's probably why I didn't notice because I'm across. This, I'm yeah. at the press box, so I can see the sticks, so it was rather easy for me. Yeah, that, that's tough. It, it, was, it was it was difficult,
1: to say the least. But I was aware that on that first Roman Catholic drive, they went for it on fourth down inside the, what, 10 about? Yeah. It didn't convert. And Paul turned to me and was like, wait, that was fourth down? Yeah, that was fourth down. <laughs> so Wilson got the ball back, unfortunately, a few plays later. Fumble, turns the ball over to right. Roman Catholic. They capitalize, get the game's first touchdown.
0: Right. So the first chance where it just kind of like, oh, you know, so, some bad luck a, a bad turn of events and the thing is and I, we we talk about this all the time there there may may you never know it's week 1 but right. there may be sometimes this season where things like that aren't that big of a deal you know i mean turnovers are always a big deal but like you know where you can you can still overcome it whereas again from a Catholic that's
1: what that wasn't you happen.
0: cannot you cannot have many mistakes you know right. if if you want to win that game um and and across the whole game you know just too many times where you know i don't know if you want to call them mistakes but just things not going the way we need them to for right. whatever reason right yeah it was it was it was it was a tough way to start right cuz it it's really tough cuz like okay um you know we we had we had a couple plays that you know we were getting some yards and then and then you know th- we we lose the ball, and then but we had we had stopped them, you know, like so you had you had some momentum because you stopped them, and then you lose the momentum. It completely swings back the other way.
1: Well, then the next series, right? Wilson g- got some momentum. Yeah, they w- started moving, picking good. up uh, key key conversions, key plays, looking better. Yeah, uh, some got nice past,
0: some nice catches.
1: Uh, Got past midfield, yeah. and another turnover. And this one, unfortunately, results in an immediate score on a pick right. six right? by Roman Catholic. Now, they, they weren't able to get the kick, so it's 13 nothing, Right. You're just like, this could get out of hand quickly. Right. Now, right. It w- the, the team kept fighting, kept battling. You said right. no one, never, right. they'd never backed down to the fight at hand. No. Fought back, uh, had a really nice... Uh, throw from Hunsaker to Wagner near yep. the end of the first yep. quarter, to set up in the early second quarter might have even been the first play of the second quarter. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, a, a a busted pass play that Tommy kept the the, right. the play going and was able to score a touchdown, cut right. the lead to thirteen to seven. And now you now you have that momentum. Now you right. put points right. on the board. You show you, that you can drive. Right.
0: You you've you know you've shown you know we had had the turnovers early, but Tommy had some big throws there, like the pass to, to Jackson Wagner and. You know, so like you see, like okay, you know, we've shaken those first quarter of week one. You know, because you see that all the time. You know, how many times do we talk about this, and how many times have we talked about how the shift from one scrimmage to two? Well, sorry, from two scrimmages to one scrimmage is such a big deal. You know, you get so many fewer reps for some of these guys. uh, It's pretty tough.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, that was a that was a nice uh, response to. Early uh, issues, but weren't able to uh, continue the momentum. Gave up a, a really the first of many big plays that would haunt them right. the rest of the game. Right, uh, a big touchdown to go into halftime at twenty to seven. Right, and
0: it and it had that feel of like, oh man, like maybe we weathered the storm. We battled, battled, battled. It's a one score game, you know, and then just so quickly it's back to two scores, you know, and it just—it was going to be tough, you know. You, you realize, like again, those are the types of things that add up quickly when you're playing teams like Roman Catholic.
1: Right. So, come out of halftime, uh, things aren't looking great. Roman Catholics driving down the field, looking to score again. Again, it's a twenty to seven. They do stall uh, in the red zone or close to the red zone. They set up for a field goal. I believe it was a. 30-yard field goal, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, it was a decent field so. goal, which
0: was a little surprising because, like, the kicker, he was making his kicks, but I wouldn't have said he was making them convincingly. You know what right. I mean? Like, I kind of – I was kind of figuring on them for, like, anything, like, under, like, se- like seven or less yards, I figured they were going to just go, unless we had them back deep in their own zone. Like, right. I just kind of figured they were going to go.
1: Yeah. But uh, they lined up for the kick and – it was blocked. Yeah. It was blocked by senior uh, defensive back Jonah Pratet, And not only did he block it, he's, he just snagged he it. He grabbed it. Right. And off to the races he went. Right. He ended up scoring a touchdown. Kicked the extra point. It's 20 to 14. And now you're thinking, okay, here we are. Right. We're right back right. in it. Now, we, show, we weathered the storm of the first half. Got, got a key stop here. T- turnover. Points off of it. Special teams point. Fantastic. Now let's go out, kick it off, defense shut him down, get the right, ball back. Right. Before we get to that, which didn't happen. Right. I was on the sideline, I saw Jonah trying to catch his breath, get some water. He did not know he scored.
0: Well, it was really close, but that also brings up another weird thing. The line, like the thick double-striped line was 5 yards deep into the end zone. Yeah. It's the end line for soccer. It's not It was Weird, it's, yes. Right. It wasn't the goal line. So and their lettering and everything. But yeah, he was tackled beyond the pylon. And But he didn't I know was, that. He didn't realize to be honest, he was I was dead, worried tired. for a second because they had outrun the refs by a lot. Which right. again, Jonah's fast. And the guy who was chasing him down is fast. Very
1: fast, yeah. And
0: so like I I'm not like criticizing the officials for not being able to keep up with them. Like I wouldn't be able to, right? Like I'd my back would seize up twenty yards into it probably or something. So like I'm not but like I was worried that they were just gonna not call it a touchdown because they weren't close enough to really see, you know? But it was a touchdown. Right. And it wasn't close enough to, you know, that it should be an issue, but I was just worried about that. Yeah. For for like what seemed like a few seconds, it was probably like a
1: split second. Right. But... All right. So I have uh I don't know if we're going to do the huddle video or not this year I'm not sure i'm going to do it tonight, but I do have some highlights to show mm-hmm. uh, and I'm doing this on the fly here, so it might take me a second to get this uh working properly so that you can fully see it but i'm gonna oh good it's uh it's uh sideways i got I gotta fix that so let me see if I can fix that
0: um, yeah but but again that was that was a huge play it was an awesome play um and like then jonah's just going um it was, that was that was really exciting. Um, but, like you said, to, to go back and then, you know, unable to kind of stop them, and then we end up back down to scores. And that's kind of where it was, you know, when we get to the point where we had referenced earlier. Now you're at that nearing the end of the third quarter. It's a two-score game. You've had a couple moments where you started to – Maybe make your run, you know, or maybe, like, try to seize the momentum and see what's going to happen. Also, fatigue and, like, cramping are starting to factor in for both teams. Right. You know, and it was still stinking hot. And it was so, like, like literally steamy. Like, you could see, like, there's the haze on the lights and everything. It, w- it was wild. Um I mean, I know – it's it's August, so you gotta, <laughs> you're getting what you get. Right. But it did not feel like football weather. You know what I mean? It no, it, it definitely not. felt like August weather. Right. Um.
1: I think I almost got the. So. Thing. All right. So this is uh, if you can't figure it out because it's all jacked up on the screen right now. That is not. <laughs> that is no one's fault but my own. I'm trying to, uh, to fix this. I didn't have it ready to go. Um. All right. Let's try this again. So this is going to be Jackson Wagner's big. Reception. So you saw the end of it there. Finally. Okay, there we go. So yeah, there it
0: was. That was a really nice pass.
1: And again, this is from Burke Sports Report and Paul Roberts. He graciously provided these to us to use on the show to show tonight. If you missed it on Burke Sport Re- Sports Report or on um, SV Sports across his uh, all of the uh, social media that he's been doing for them. Uh, it was a great throw and catch by Tommy to Jackson. Uh, it all went uh, great to set up that, that first score in the, in the second quarter. It was uh, well done by the two of them. Great catch, huge recovery by the defenders. The, Jackson had burned. I think that was actually Zsa Boyd that he beat number yeah. four. Oh, uh, no, number four is the one that comes in to help. Right, uh, right. 24 recovers then to make the right. tackle. Uh, So, yeah, really, really nice play by Tommy and Jackson to set up that first score. And, yeah, so Wilson was down 13 nothing at the time. Needed needed a spark and got it here with that play. All right, I got one more here. Let me see if I can pull it up.
0: Yeah, but, you know, we kind of mentioned, you know, it just – in in the fourth quarter, they started getting a lot of big plays, you know. Um, there were a couple of times where it looked like we almost have them stopped and then, like, on a key down, they, they're able to not just pick up a first down but maybe score, you know. And, it, again, that's what kind of where that, that depth seemed to really start to come in. They they were – they it seemed like they had a lot of guys who were kind of contributing, making plays here and there. Um It'll be interesting. Like I looked at Roman Catholic's schedule. There's a lot of teams I don't know anything about on right. that schedule. You know, like it. It's. I know they end the season. Their week ten game is against Saint Saint Joe's Prep, which is. That's like, interesting. Right. We'd we'll
1: le- we'll, we'll love to hear how that one pans out. So yeah. the second video from Paul Roberts and SV Sports is Tommy Huntsiker's rushing touchdown in. The beginning of the second quarter to cut the uh, road. You get a lead. great view. Yeah, look he, at the side. That, where it end end looks zone. like he stopped
0: on the goal line, that's five yards deep yeah, in the end there's zone. There's
1: the goal line. Logan yeah. just crossed it. Yeah. So, sideline view of uh, Tommy's scramble here to put Wilson on the board early second quarter. 13 to 7 at this point. So, yeah, great stuff from Paul like to have these videos, check out BerksportsReport.com and SV Sports. Paul was with us last week. If you missed the show, great show. We previewed the entire season. So yeah. if you're interested in that, go into the archive and check out uh, our season preview where we talk about every game on Wilson's schedule, not just Roman Catholic and Central Dolphin, but all 10 regular season shows. So uh, th- things fell apart after Jonah's punt block and s- – And I don't want to say scoop and score because it wasn't so much a scoop as a, I'm taking this to the house. Right.
0: Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh,
1: Another big play touchdown. Uh, Yeah. A a huge play touchdown. I felt like almost all of their touchdowns were 50-plus yards.
0: And a a number of them were on, like, I want to say bubble screens because they weren't really, but, like, flares out to the side, you know. But, like, that's, you know, and this isn't, a statement about our team as much as it is about their team. Cause we all knew this going in, you know, this, like it, they're going to try and get us in as many one-on-one battles as they can. Right. Which isn't going to be run between the tackles. Like yeah. even, even though, you know, like last year, you know, they had a offensive lineman going to Kentucky and stuff and they've got some big guys in, in the works there now, but like, you know, they want to get in space and make plays and they did they got in space and they were able to make plays and and that is tough to stop because a lot of times you only have maybe one shot at them you know whereas when you're running between tackles you might have two or three guys get a shot at it that wasn't the case you only get maybe one and if they get the block on the guy you know it's just it's really tough um and they're able to capitalize on their speed and that just kind of was how that worked but like you said, that, that's kind of how that, that theme kind of appeared over and over again for the last 15 minutes of the game. Yes. Of, like, game time.
1: All right. So, you know, I said about the big plays, outside of their first touchdown, which was a five-yard pass from Samaj Beals to Dejon Hopkins, they had a 68-yard interception return for a touchdown. They had a 60, 46-yard run by Dejon Hopkins for a touchdown jonah had the 80 yard blocked field goal return for a touchdown then roman catholic went 58 yard receiving touchdown 66 yard receiving touchdown 33 yard receiving touchdown and 51 yard receiving touchdown right. massive and, and, plays and
0: honestly how far do you think the ball traveled in the air on most of those? Twenty yards, side to side. This <laughs> is like out um, to the side.
1: One of them was decent. One yeah, of them yeah, was yeah. pretty yeah. good. Well, and
0: and that's yeah. I don't mean that to be a criticism because like they they had the ability to throw downfield. We saw that yesterday as well. Like it, it's not, it's not like they couldn't do that. <clears throat> it was just we,
1: yeah. It, it it was tough. So final score was forty nine to fourteen. Again, once uh, Wilson cut the lead to 20-14 to 14 with 8.17 left in the third quarter. Roman Catholic reeled off 29 straight unanswered points yeah. all through the air, all through the arm of Samaj Beals, the, the sophomore um, big-time recruit. So statistically speaking, Wilson had 18 first downs. Roman Catholic had 11. Right. Net rushing yards, Wilson did not crack 100, 99 uh, Roman Catholic ended, ended with 144. Passing, they had 264, so Roman Catholic finished over 400 yards, 408 yards. Only ran 40 plays, so they averaged 10 yards per play, which is not, not what you want to see. Yeah, that's not going to get it done. I think one of the other things that stood out to me, Justin, was outside of the blocked field goal for a touchdown, it was a rough night for Wilson's special teams. Yeah. They they didn't perform well both in the kicking aspect, the 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 punt punting, punt coverage. Right. Same thing with kickoff coverage. Their return game wasn't anything like it was last year, the last two years. Which we
0: knew, but like it it struggled more than I expected. On kickoff on kickoff returns, we were starting inside our twenty most of the times, and
1: and I mean credit to the Roman Catholic punter for also being able to put the ball where he needed to put it. Oh yeah, but we also weren't un, we were not we unable to return the punt. Uh, we had well, like, uh, had a muffed one. I don't as well.
0: I don't think I don't think this is one of the stats we actually keep. But like the average starting position was would have been um, would have been sure drastic if that's on
1: here or not.
0: Um, actually, I don't think we have it, but I bet within the stats here we have the ability to figure it out if we wanted to i'm not asking to do that right now but it's just one of those things where yeah it was just in in and again all of that just tells the story that we are already talking about we need everything to go right in this game right like we we need everything to go right and i don't
1: i'm not <laughs> sure you can single out one thing and say that it went our way
0: Right. I don't know if we won any right. individual we, battles. You know, you talk about three phases or whether you want to break it down into the, the matchups or things. Yeah, it's hard to say that we won. There's some where, you know, we made some plays. You know, it's not like we were getting – I know they they mercy ruled us, but, like, it's not like every position group was getting dominated, you know, from whistle to whistle. It, it, it wasn't like that, but it was enough of the little things – it just kind of add up over the course of, you know, a forty-eight minute game.
1: Just a couple more stats here before we move on. Uh, Wilson, uh, you know, heard me say net rushing ninety-nine yards. Also gave up four sacks. So unfortunately, an area that we expected to be pretty dominant wasn't able to get it done in Week One against Roman Catholic.
0: One in high school. That sacks count against the rushing yards. They do, correct? yeah, because
1: yeah. Tommy rushed for <laughs> seventy-seven yards, but lost thirty-three, so he netted forty-four. Hit a long of twenty-one, scored a touchdown, but uh, just didn't get it done in the trenches. I think one of the biggest things, or the biggest thing, was, and you already mentioned this depth. Uh, Coach Dom mentioned it after after the game. Wilson's not a very deep team there's not a complete too deep they're relying on about 20 people to fill roles on offense and defense uh and that's including rotational and a few backups that got time last night because we saw uh, a few um, bumps and bruises but especially cramping again yeah and it was something that was emphasized afterwards that we need to find a few more guys that are going to step up and not, not be a liability because we need the depth. We need people to stay fresh. Uh, you mentioned right, Roman Catholics. While it was
0: hot last night, there, you can get weather like this through September. Sure. Easy. Like, now, it becomes more and more the exception you know, over the next month. But like, you can easily get 80-some degree nights over the next few weeks.
1: You mentioned uh, Roman Catholic's depth. Um, you know, we talked to coaches after the game that pointed out Roman Catholic <coughs> r- rotated at least twenty different players on defense. Defense yeah. alone, and, and 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 how many other guys played both ways? And it
0: wasn't just. It wasn't just like in the last five minutes of the game. No, it was throughout. Right, right. Like back when it was still a two score game, two score game, they were rotating bodies. like. Staying you know, fresh, different linemen. They had, you know, they. So
1: you know, let's just say, for argument's sake, they played t- before things got out of hand near the end, and they were going down farther on their depth chart. If they played twenty guys on defense when things were still questionable, close, and eleven guys on offense that very few, if any, played both ways, you're talking about probably thirty five different guys right. they were using, you know, without batting an eye, like, right. The, the, your next man up get out there and do this and that's something that coaching staff has already pointed out needs to get better with Wilson this year
0: right and that's also something where like the the good news is that that can happen you know th- there's lots of things that and this is maybe is the segue right but like y- you you kind of see it like wh- there was plenty that didn't go our way right either self-inflicted and not, or Roman Catholic just you know kind of taking control. But a lot of those things I'd say almost all those things are things that you you have hope will improve each week, you know, and that yeah, we, we weren't where we needed to be week 1 when we played Roman Catholic, which is setting the bar really really high to begin with. But, you know, well right, well let's refocus and let's set let's get to where we need to be for this Friday against CD and then the next week, you know, against MLK. And, and that you hope by like the time you get to week 10, we're where we need to be to compete with Manheim Township. And, and you know, like you don't have to be a district champion caliber team week one, you know what I mean? You can't wait till week 10 necessarily, but like, it, it's a, it's a progression. And that's where, while it wasn't ideal, I look at a lot of the things and i'm i'm like you know what there there's a lot of room for improvement there, but again we how many times do we talk about this i'm I'm confident that our our coaches will get the guys in a spot where they can show that improvement you right. know or at least give the guys the opportunity to improve now that being said, the coaches can't go out there and, and do it for them you have to have the guys step up and make it happen so but i'm I'm confident that we'll we'll have guys in the opportunity to step up and we, we will see if, if people do.
1: The post-game statistics list at least 30 players playing for Roman Catholic and 20 for, for Wilson. So right there there's 10, and there may be a couple guys in there that just weren't spotted. Right. Uh, so that, that's a huge, that doesn't sound like a lot. That's a huge difference. Right. T- and 10 that, more and that, guys. And that doesn't
0: even count the special teams, like the guys who are running down on special teams. Right. And there were a number of kickoffs. <laughs> yeah,
1: there were. <laughs> All right. So the last two things we want to do first, I do want to mention and bring back uh, Paul Roberts, just because, you know, Justin and I have said many times, and no, you should not be hearing Coach Dom's talk right now. I'm I'm using this as an example of where you can get an interview with Coach Dom's. Uh, Paul Roberts talked to him after the game. Justin and I, we don't talk to the coaches and players, right?
0: But like he's he's paid he's paid to do that. Um, Whereas we're just kind of thankful for the access and. That's not really our role after after the uh, the losses, but but I did want to point there, out, yeah, that uh, you can get access to that.
1: Paul has a three and a half minute interview with Coach Doms on his website berksportsreport.com, if you'd like to hear Paul's interview with Coach Doms following the loss last night to Roman Catholic and to uh, finalize our discussion about Roman Catholic here in twenty twenty three we do want to point out i mean we've we've mentioned a few things that that Wilson was able to do right or f- a few highlights throughout the game. Uh, But we always award a player of the game, and we're going to continue that tradition and want to uh, uh, congratulate our first of the year, the Bulldog Hour player of the game against Roman Catholic is going to be senior wide receiver defensive back Jonah Pertet for his blocked field goal and the return all the way for a score, even if he didn't know that it was a touchdown until a couple minutes later. He also added two tackles uh, playing on special teams and defense. Uh, was out on offense as well. He had a catch in the game that I and thought was going to be a catch, and then they ruled that he w- was forced out of bounds, oh, yeah, reestablished yeah, yeah. himself, yeah. but he still can't be the first person right. to touch it, the ball.
0: Yeah, they were talking about that up in, up in the booth, that like, in, I guess in high school, once you're out, you're out. You can't reestablish well, so he, or something like that. So
1: what we heard from the refs on the sideline was that he can still be part of the play but he can't be the first one to touch the ball. Okay. So if okay. there would be a fumble or a lateral, right. he'd be or fine. Or he could
0: even get in and block if someone else caught a pass. Correct. Like, it's not like he has to like give himself yeah, up. Yeah, like that but, he's done. Right. But he, he um, was
1: not uh, able to do that. But
0: it, it is kind of cool. We saw a couple of big plays. you know, Jonah had probably the biggest Wilson play, you know, in terms of like highlight real mentality. I mean Tommy scored the touchdown too, but um, you know, just like in terms of like attention grabbing play. Um and Jackson had the long reception, you know, and those are two guys that when we interviewed the seniors, those names came up in terms of like guys to look out for, you know, kind of really making an impact. And uh, so again, you know, bigger goals, but it, it is, it is a sign of potentially good things to come. If we are seeing some of those guys that we were hoping to Kind of step up and make some plays are are, are yeah. making plays yeah,
1: absolutely so yes Jackson Wagner and Jonah Pertet were mentioned throughout our off season interview series and nice to see both of them having highlights last night uh, also the uh, touchdown by Tommy we saw those videos courtesy of uh, Paul Roberts all right so that's it for the discussion about Roman Catholic Wilson Thank loses forty nine to fourteen starts the season zero and one. Comes back home, home opener this Friday, September 1st, kicking off a new month in style at Gursky Stadium against uh, mid pen rival Central Dolphin. They played, you know what? They hosted, I believe. I don't know. Hosted Central York yesterday. Central Dolphin, if you remember last week with Paul, we talked about how they had a down year for them last year. Yeah. Three and seven. Hit with hard with injuries, especially a quarterback, down to their fourth stringer by the end of the year. Unlike them. Had some pretty young guys stepping up, ready to go. Yeah, Not sure what to expect from them. They welcomed in a 6A powerhouse that has been very good the last four years or so. And they gave them all they could handle. Central York came out on top. They won 45-35. But it took, I believe it was, six touchdowns from Jules Goff, for Central York,
0: almost three,
1: almost three hundred rushing yards. Was
0: it intentional? You left that part out.
1: I wasn't going to discuss that.
0: (laughs) No one, no one cares.
1: It doesn't matter. (laughs) I should stop myself. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, but yeah, he he is.
0: uh, He's the real deal.
1: Yeah. So Central York. Gets the win, huge win for them against a six eight team that helps them in their power ratings. Central Dolphin suffers the loss, but much like last year, you know they started the season what zero and three, zero and four, had a rough start. Played big time opponents. Central York yeah. lost, Wilson lost, Coatesville lost. Then they had to also play, you know, Cumberland Valley. Right. Had to play Harrisburg. But you look
0: at both the loss to us and the loss to Coatsville were both one score games. A, yeah, you a know, like. Or
1: less. <laughs> so they were hanging tough against teams that had good years last year. Both Coatsville and Wilson had great, you know, made the playoffs. Central Dolphin, I don't know what to expect this year. It's tough after just one game, and they were able to put up 35 points. Central York hasn't been known. Throughout history of having a stellar defense. They had good defenses uh, in 2020 and 2021. Right. Uh, one of which we got a very up-close and personal look at right. and came out at, on top of that game. That was one of my
0: favorite games.
1: It one, yeah, definitely one of the highlights for sure. But they also surrendered 45. Now, yes, it was to a running back that is going power five right. and putting up ridiculous numbers, much like the guy from York William Penn a few years ago yeah. who is at West Virginia now. Right. I don't know what to make of that though. Is it just because golf is such a phenomenal? And it's so hard because
0: it's one week, right? So like you don't know,
1: yeah. Because we know Coach Dom said this after the game: Central Dolphin has two offensive linemen or or linemen getting looks at for college, you know, big time college offers.
0: So well, and they put up thirty some points, and we just talked last week with to Paul about how. Again, it's it's different because we're talking specifically Wilson. Central Dolphin, but like Wilson Central Dolphin, like if someone gets in the 30s, they're probably winning that game. You know, like history would tell you if they get to 28 points, they're winning the game. Right. You know, like, um, so yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I would be stunned if it's the same style game for Central Dolphin, (laughs) uh, this, this coming week. Um, but yeah, that's, uh. It'll be an interesting, it's going to be an interesting matchup because you have two teams coming off of uh, tough games in, in different respects, but um, yeah, you, you know, Central Dolphin probably has, well, yeah, you know, we, we talked a few years ago, Wilson wanted to stop the streak that we had kind of going against Central Dolphin where they had beat us a few times in a row. Well, the shoe's on the other foot now and like Wilson's beat them a few times in a row and. I'm sure they're tired of that, sure. um, and yeah, it's just it's one of those where it, it's you know exactly what this game. I shouldn't say that. I would expect this game to play out like a lot of the Central Dolphin Wilson games. It's going to be
1: low scoring,
0: right? And just battles, and the guys up front are are going to battle, battle, battle. There might be some big plays, you know, here and there, um, but it'll be interesting to see if like how it plays out but you know, I'm I'm glad we we get the home game I'm glad you know anytime we don't have to go up to Harrisburg on a Friday night is on a Friday night when Penn State's home is really not good and I know like people are like well Penn State plays on Saturday yes but traffic's bad enough in Harrisburg and it's even worse on those home weekends because you got to funnel everyone up there but right yeah so w- we shall see um and as, as you can see right now, Central Dolphin getting it done through the air a bit, <laughs> um, unusual for them, for right. sure. Except we we know they've used that physical running game to set up the, the air strikes at, at times. Yeah, um, a little different from what we we were used to with uh, Central York, where they were oh, you know it number out of, zero. Oh, you're you're man. That's unfortunate. You really need to.
1: That's unfortunate. Finish. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Right. So, so that was
1: from uh, ABC Twenty Seven. A little quick highlights of the Central York win over Central Dolphin to kick off their season. Central Dolphin coming to Gursky Friday night. Yeah, I'd expect a low scoring game. We talked about it with Paul last week. It's been a while since any of the any of the Central Door Central Dork. <laughs> Central mm. Dolphin. Wow, what a combination there! Mm. Central Dolphin or Wilson team scored more than what was it twenty eight points? I think. Hasn't happened since the district championship game in 2002. All the, the games have been 28 points or less scored by either team. So you got to think it's a race to three touchdowns. That's, that's where you're at. You want to get th- three to four touchdowns. If you get there, there's a good chance you could come out on top because this is a, this is a slug it out game. Now, maybe, as we saw in some of the highlights, maybe Central or Central Dolphin is going to open up a little bit more. Maybe Kieran Plummer back for another year as the starting quarterback for the Rams. Maybe he uh, has uh, changed that offense a bit. Maybe they want to air it out yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. And obviously, we saw uh, Wilson gave up five big passes, right. touchdowns through the air. So maybe it's something Central Dolphin will try to take advantage of. I'm hopeful that Wilson is coming back. Injury-free, I hope no one was impacted too much by the game Friday night. I, obviously, we were without a few players. Uh, in particular, A.J. Matta was not suited up. Uh, two-way lineman, as well as senior wide receiver and defensive back Edison Case, didn't play at all due to injury, suffered uh, during preseason don't know the status of those guys or when they'll be back, but Jack Dendel was back and ready to go after missing some time, including the scrimmage, because of uh, his hand injury from earlier this summer. But it, it's always a tough task. You don't want to, you don't want to start zero and two. Have the same you know I talked about deja vu, same discussion as last right. year. You can't get into that zero and two hole, not because you can't respond and run the table and go eight and two, but you're I'm putting yourself at a, on yourself. A disadvantage come playoff time too. Right, and we talked about last year Wilson went eight and two in the regular season. And what do we end up the four seed?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's tough. No, no we weren't no, the four, seed, we're not the four seed. We were
0: on the road. We were like the six. Oh, right. seed. six we? seed.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Or, or seven even. Right. So we went yeah. to Harrisburg. Was yeah. Harrisburg the one? No, Hemfield was the one. Right. So yeah, we were the, we were the seven. Yeah. Eight and two as the seven seed. Yeah. So it's just,
0: and required a win over Manheim township in week, in, in week, week 10, 10 to, to, even to make, even make the
1: field it at all. And you could see a similar scenario play out this season. So we'll see, but backs against the wall already because of uh, of that loss. So hopefully they can respond just like last year. Came back, fought against Central Dolphin, rattled off a few wins. Yeah. Came up unlucky and against it, it that was. Field, it but
0: but wasn't pretty against Central Dolphin, but they were able to get it done. And and honestly, that's what, I mean I guess in reality that's what every week is about. But especially early in the season, like it doesn't have to be perfection. That that should obviously be the goal. You want to get it all right, but. You need to improve on the things that that we need to improve on, and make enough plays in all three phases, like we kind of talked about, and hopefully be able to uh, kind of make that make that jump this week. And you know, Coach Thomas has already talked about you know, all, or many years has talked about the jump you see from week to week, especially early in the season, one to two. So let's let's see it. Let's see that this week for us.
1: So the series history, Wilson Central Dolphin. This will be the fourteenth meeting between the programs. A lot of them happening since twenty fourteen, when the teams picked up a uh, the normal slot on the non league schedule. Glenn McNamee is the head coach. I mentioned they were the Rams were three and seven last year. Central Dolphin does lead lead the series seven to six, but as Justin alluded to, Wilson's on a little bit of a run now, beating the Rams in twenty nineteen. 2021 and 2022 there was no game in 2020 so three straight wins for the bulldogs in the series and wilson can even it up at an even seven and seven with a win friday night at gursky wilson's last win was last year september 2nd and central dolphins last win against the bulldogs was the end of four in a row on august 24th 2018 that was a game at gursky in which wilson got down early and clawed and fought their way back but ultimately came up short Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was 2017. 2018 was at Central Dolphin, uh, and they needed a late touchdown to not cut shut out. Uh, so, yeah, streak, streaky series. Each team seems to rattle off a few wins before the tide turns.
0: Well, I'd love to be able to run that streak a few more games. <laughs> yeah, I'd like, <laughs> like to see a
1: few more Wilson wins. I'd yeah. love to see them get on the right side of the series history right, right. and say that Wilson leads against Central Dolphin. But that's what we'll – that's what we have on deck Yeah. On Friday, Wilson Central Dolphin. Uh, (sighs) What? What? Justin, to put you on the spot because I know you love it. What would you say is the one thing you'd like to see changed, improved, coming off the field Friday night, hopeful for a Wilson win? What would be the main reason for it?
0: Okay, I. Has to be one thing.
1: Doesn't have to be. I was trying to make it easier on you. I'm
0: going to give you two things. Okay, I'm going to say we need to be able to establish the run, not because we can't pass, but because we can't rely on Tommy to. uh, And I'm saying this like complimenting Tommy. Like Tommy had to do a lot yesterday on offense. He he was running and he was throwing the ball right before he got hit a, a few times. Like, but we have to we have to be able to run the ball. And I, I think we've got the guys to be able to do it. I think the situations in the game yesterday led us to kind of have trouble with that as the game went on. Um, but I think if we can run the game, that allows our guys outside to be bigger weapons mm-hmm. as well. Because we saw some of those guys make, I thought Austin made some really nice catches in traffic. Um, Jackson had some nice play. You know, like, there were guys making plays. Um It's just we talked about there were too many things that didn't go right against Roman Catholic, but like if we're able to run the ball, then you that not only creates its own weapon, but it also allows that passing game to be a a different type of weapon, you know? Right. And you know, yeah, that's basically how I how I kind of view that. So like offensively, I'd say being able to establish the run, I feel like that would be a game-changer just for the offense. Defensive – oh, sorry. No, sorry. I was
1: just going to say I, I'm right there with you. Uh I think well, establishing the run ties into what I was going to say is have that strength along the offensive line yeah, to bear. Yeah,
0: I mean, yes, that would – yeah, that goes hand-in-hand hand with with mine. And then defensively – well – defensively I'd say be a little more play a little more confident on on defense um it seemed like and again this is through layman's eyes (laughs) um but it seemed like there was almost like some a sense of not hesitation and maybe maybe that was the speed of Roman Catholic you know what I mean they're just just being faster um but I felt like we had a lot of guys who were close to making plays on defense um a number of times and you know especially in the first three quarters of the game if any of those happen who knows you know like you you never know right um we were really close to getting the handle on some on some passes early you know and we did get our hands on some you know just if any of those things kind of happen and so like i'd say just like kind of making that next step and Flying around, being the aggressors on defense, um, I, I think that would be be in the right direction for the defense. Yep. And, and again, not that they weren't. You know, I, I think I think a lot of it was more Roman Catholic than us. Does that make sense? Um,
1: no, I and, yeah. And
0: so I, I think, but we can't control the Roman Catholic stuff. And I know this is this is so cliche. That like my players used to, I don't want to say hate, but they used to get on me for this all the time because I would say it every chance I got. We can't control that. We got to control the things we can control. control so like the controllables. crisp. You know, get more crisp with the things we can control. Play play aggressive. You know, do those things, and and I I think we that would put us in a good spot. So those would be the two things that I would, if I had to pick things those those would be the things that I think if if those start. If we see big progressions there, I th- I think we're setting up to do good things.
1: I I I agree. I, back to basics, uh better tackling, hopefully more rotational pieces, sp- spell a few guys, get some breaks, hopefully have a great re- week of practice, regroup. Yeah. We we've seen a couple teams now with their backs to the wall and all right. they've all responded. I don't Oh yeah. with the History of the program and all the evidence we've seen on the field, there's no reason to expect that things oh, no. aren't going to move in the right direction, and it can happen quickly, and I hope that starts Friday night at Gurski.
0: Oh, it would be great.
1: To get uh, 2023 rolling, get that first win in the column, and then look ahead to a few a few more manageable games. It's, it's a rough start to the season, having Roman Catholic and Central Dolphin back-to-back, but you learn a lot more against the, the best oh, of the best. Right. And so having those two up front is, it can beat you up a little bit. Right. But it you can. learn what you're good at, maybe what you need to but improve But it's also on.
0: why you put this game in, and not that we have to schedule it, but that's why you have this game in week one.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and Mannheim Township looks the part. <laughs> Let's just leave so it at so that. don't have to worry about yeah. them until week 10. Right, right. But, you know, like we've got that, that team that's probably going to be sitting there in week 10. But like, you know, you don't need Roman Catholic week ten, you know, or or nine leading into you know we that's week one. It it's a good bar. We, you know, I I hope they can use uh, the seniors that we interviewed. Remember, they told us that that was one of the things they liked about camp at East Stroudsburg. It was it was a good experience in that it gave them a a good honest look at where they were. You know, and I feel like if they can use Roman in that mindset too, like hey, that gave us a good real clear look at where we're at right now in August. But August isn't the end point. If you, if you grow from it and you get better as a team, there can be a lot of, uh, a lot more highs for this team as, as over the next few months.
1: Yeah. I I think the Roman Catholic game is going to prove to be an outlier, not a trend. I think it's going to stick out and be like, man, what, what, what happened there? Well, we know what happened there. Big plays right. happened there.
0: Right. And as you watch, I, you know, I was, <laughs> I I wish Roman Catholic a lot of luck because the, the their, their they wins do, the help better us for us, yes. Right, yeah.
1: So I mean how great would it be to see them I mean, run the table would be phenomenal. Run the table would be that nice, would be huge but. because that means a win against Saint George Prep. Also right. LaSalle College High School, two teams that are usually the best of the best when you're talking about Philly Catholic League. Um those teams down there, St. Joe's Prep, LaSalle College High School, and and now Roman Catholics right there with them, it seems, that they have yeah. – fin- I mean, like you said, it's funny to think that we thought we saw the best of them last year. I'm not sure we did. Right. This, this well, team, th- they might be better this year. And don't
0: they – do they have a receiver with an Alabama offer as well? I, I thought I had heard that. Yeah, but, I thought uh, I had heard I
1: that too, but I don't know who, who it was. Right, I, I don't
0: know. But, like, yeah, that, that just – They were impressive. I, oh. I like very impressive
1: very impressive so uh, i know they've been trotting around uh, the 7 on 7s and they won a few i think up in like connecticut or something like that at least at least one uh, obviously you can see why cuz they had this, this oh, they- the size and the speed right. to just take over games and anytime it felt wilson was knocking on the door maybe cr- you know clawing their way back in they're just like you know hold up we're gonna take care of this right now, and they put up an- another big touchdown. Right, right. That was frustrating for us, but obviously that's what you want to see from your team. You give up a little, you answer right back, and they right. answered every single time and then some.
0: Yep. And and to be honest, in the bigger picture, that's what I want to see from Wilson this week. Like, yeah. right? You took you took one on the chin. That's over with. Like that, you can you can feel sorry for yourself on the bus ride home last night, and then after that, like. Right. That's done. Today There's was a day literally of, of nothing forgetting. we can do about that. Let's uh, start prepping for CD.
1: It, it's going to linger in tomorrow because they're going to watch the film. But yes. then come Monday. Oh,
0: see, I was off a day because yeah, right. I'm thinking it's Sunday night. Right. I thought they'd already watched their film. Yeah,
1: we're on, <laughs> we're on early here. Uh, so they're watching the film tomorrow. That'll be the last of Roman Catholic that you want in your memory. They move on to Monday, focus on Central Dolphin, which they'll watch Central Dolphin film as well. And uh, you don't have to worry about the Cahillites, which we learned of what a Cahillite is. We did. It was not what I thought it was. No,
0: me either. Um,
1: Interesting. History lesson. We'll let you all figure out what we're talking about to use the Google machine (laughs) uh, to figure out what a Cahillite is. Are you going
0: to have to post one of those, let me Google this for you? (laughs) Let
1: let me Google this for you. No, Uh, I think people can do it. Uh, It's... uh, it's not what we thought it was, and no, Justin I, gave me a history lesson yeah, yesterday as we were yeah. waiting for the game to start. So uh, always interesting. I won't go into my tangent about the Roman Catholic uh, uniforms, about how they felt uneven without the white on the helmets. Uh, just the the, the 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 I'm sure they call it gold. I hate that it's yellow. It's not gold. Right. Yellow and purple, which I like the color combination really cool just i feel like they needed some white on their See, helmets i
0: can't i can't i can't do that because you know you know because you hate the vikings well no well i i do but okay i i grew up those are Lancaster catholic scots, oh. so,
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes as a as a roll tide columbia yeah uh, member for a long time right you can't cheer for the
0: which which i kept that to myself when we were having that discussion with coach sands pregame yesterday <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes uh but I, I said you know to
1: finish the show completely the they need to put that 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 crazy like gothic rc logo it's, on their helmet how do you not have that right, on their right right
0: they've, they've got a a cool like crest and yeah they've, they've got, got that a cool stuff like crest. and they had it on like all the shirts it's, like they, they
1: have know. a roundel crest that i used in here i have it yes. on the uh i i use that on the uh schedule it's hard to see because it's small but they have like this like badge oh, yeah, 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 too yeah. Yeah, I don't think that I don't want that on the helmet. No, but I do, the, uh, I do like it. But right. that's more for the school, not the football yeah, team. Yeah. But the athletic program has a really cool like RC Gothic
0: crest. I feel like I feel like that would make like a cool patch for wh- where like the nameplate kind of goes. You know, like like that type of thing. Yeah. Like I don't know. So
1: I, I that that was just a, a, now okay, we've I, really
0: I, gone on a tangent into well, your wheelhouse of uniforms. Well, I was
1: gonna so. say I, I'm a I'm a uniform junkie. I, I love that kind of stuff. So i just they're uh of course it's not gonna pop up now oh no here it is so you maybe it used to be on their helmet here it is can i make that any bigger i'm sure i can uh yeah let's do that here we go so i was just like put that on the side of the helmet probably probably in yellow or gold uh outlined in white on the purple helmet then have the yellow and white stripe down the middle. They need to add the white. They only have yellow. And then have the number on the other side. That would be pretty cool. I think that would that would be cool. That would so. be
0: cool. Yep. So so if they're looking for ideas, yeah, they can reach so out to
1: Contact me. <laughs> I can come up with all not just not just Roman Catholic, anybody looking for um uniform aesthetics. I'm I'm more than willing to be a free consultant uh and that I'm a I'm a proud card carrying member of UniWatch. So uh if you don't know what that is and you're interested in, in uniforms, you definitely should check it out because it's uh, fantastic. Uh, I've had my name published in that a few times as well. And just yeah. most recently, I don't even remember what it was for. Do you remember when I sent it to you? I was like, check it out.
0: I don't know. I, I can think of a few of them, but I don't remember what the most I I was.
1: I was on that site before for a Reading Phillies post because it's odd for sports teams to play color versus color uniforms and i yes. i was at a reading phillies game where it was happening right. and uh i got a i got a post and a retweet out of that um but yeah i love all I kind of
0: crazy stuff so
1: all right justin anything to uh say about uh game one or game two
0: no i just like i said i hope i hope we kind of take that mindset of putting it past us moving on and have a great week of practice um and and be ready to go next Friday night. And for the home opener, you know, there'll be a lot of yeah. people there. Youth night. Yeah. Dude, so
1: in front of the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great game. So yeah, I I think that's it. Hopefully uh Wilson gets their first win of the season next Friday. We will be back in one week time. one week's time to talk about the football team again. It'll be a lot of fun as it always is. Love talking about the Wilson football team, and oh, I did. Oh, I I'm glad I pulled up this uh, these files because I promised that I would uh, I would post this, and I I don't want to forget and go back on my promise. The whiteout shirts are available right now. That is for the game against Mifflin, which will be at the end of September. I think it's like September twenty ninth is the game, and the whiteout shirts are on sale through the WFPO, via GS Designs. Always have an interesting design created for these games. And uh, the QR code on there will take you to the ordering site, or you can use the shortened version. I've also posted this on social media, so you can just go click on the link on Facebook uh, or Twitter to order your whiteout shirt. So make sure you get that gear online uh, as soon as possible, because obviously that... uh, that ordering period ends on September 10th. So you got less than two weeks to order those shirts, uh, for this season. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm I'm glad I pulled that up. I would have felt really bad by not, not posting that up there. Yeah. You keep shaking your head over there. Uh, now let's see if I can find the actual thing that I was looking for. Here we go. This it is. this this will do it. This will do it. Okay. All right. We will have a guest in studio next week. Mike Drago will be joining us to discuss Wilson's first two games. He is going to be at the Wilson Central Dolphin game. Always like to have these gentlemen on, or any of the media personalities on after they've seen the Bulldogs play. And Mike will be at the Central Dolphin game on Friday, and he will be joining us next Sunday night to discuss Wilson Central Dolphin and how the first two weeks have gone for Wilson. Be an interesting discussion uh, with Mike. After uh, Roman Catholic and Central Dauphin are in the rearview mi- mirror.
0: Yeah, yeah, and hopefully a fun one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope, hope it's fun. I hope, <laughs> hope we're in a, a better mood. I think we did pretty good tonight. You know, it's I obviously so. right. It's a down. It's always a down discussion. We always hate talking after yeah, after a loss. It's yeah. It's not what anyone wants. It's not to nearly do as much
0: fun. But no. we enjoy it. Like oh, we still absolutely. have a good time. But like, it's just it's a very different feel.
1: I, I, for sure, uh, nothing was more difficult than 2017, where we're sitting there like. <sighs> This has been this has been tough guys, but yeah, hey, they ended up having a, a really good year. Yeah. So and think well, think back just to twenty twenty one. Yep. Those losses to Mifflin and Exeter. Mm-hmm. People were going nuts. Yeah. We're like, just relax, they'll yeah, figure relax. it out.
0: This team will be fine. And they were fine.
1: Upset Central York right. and go within what, a, a play or two of, winning the, of winning the district championship against face of winning the at Harrisburg. Right. So yep. One week doesn't mean a season. Lots of football left to play. And we look forward to discussing it all with you again real soon. But that's it for Justin Rathoff and me and for the entire football program. Until next time, remember, go Go Bulldogs.
0: Bulldogs. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Bulldog Hour. Want more Wilson football? Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Or visit www.bulldoghour.com. The Bulldog Hour is a feature program on jmnjrradio.com.